Here's a question for you. How often do you tap? It's so easy, right? Just take out your debit or credit card, tap to pay. You are on your way. But is that the problem? Is it too easy? When you pay cash, you're really connected to how much money you're spending. I mean, it's right there in front of you. You can see it. But with tapping, question becomes, are we losing touch with our spending? Well, Dr. Preet Banerjee is a columnist for the Global Mail newspaper and a behavioral finance researcher and joins us now. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Do you think this disconnects us from our, our budgets and, and how much we how much money we, we think we're spending? Absolutely. And, you know, this this research in this field has been going on for decades. And there is a real association with the mode of payment, whether paying cash, check, if people still do that, credit card or debit, has an impact on how much money we spend. And it goes down to the two basic components of a transaction. There's the pleasure, which is the receipt of the good or the service that you're paying for. That feels great. and We love that. And we want to do more of that. And then there's the pain, which is money leaving us. And the more painful a transaction is, it serves as a consumption regulator. And we lose a bit of that function when we use payments that are too convenient. Hmm. Okay. So does that mean that we're increasing our debt levels? Well, what it means is that we can be a little bit more out of touch with our spending in general. So there's a lot of things out there going on that impacts our overall debt levels. This is just another thing that maybe lets you know some houses get a little bit more out of touch which how, with how much they're spending, which has follow-on effects in terms of increasing stress levels. So I wouldn't say it's the only thing, but it's certainly another thing that compounds the problem. And I understand, like, there's been work done on this, right? There's been some UK studies that have been done on this to, like, a very simple question. Ask people, do you remember how much you spent for something? Yeah, that's right. They stood outside a store, and as people walked out, they asked them, hey, before you look at your receipt again, give it to us, and now tell us, what do you think you spent on what you just bought in that store? And people who paid with cash had the highest recall. They were able to remember, you know, know exactly what they spent, But as you move towards card payments and contactless payments, their ability to recall how much they spent was worse. And what they also did, it was a second study where they took a bunch of people and randomly assigned them into different payment methods before their next shopping trip. And again, what they found was people who were told, you know, just use contactless payment had the biggest problems recalling how much they spent. So what does this tell us about our, our spending habits? Are we just all about the convenience? Well, yeah, I mean, we are always seeking more convenience. And I think, you know, you want to fight fire with fire. If making payments more convenient, which is what technology and innovation does, if that is too convenient, then maybe what we want to do to help combat that is try to make our paying more inconvenient. So if you think back to, again, people don't really use checks, but it's a great example. Using a check, you had to sit down and write out the number twice, first in numbers, and then you had to right. write out the actual amount in letters, there's and people, it took a long time. You're Dr. Banerjee, there's people right now who have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> They're like, check? What is that? Yeah, so what you want to do is you want to increase the pain of your payment. So there's a couple ways of doing that. One is using cash um, because you feel the money leaving you right at the time of the transaction. So that serves that pain serves as a regulator. But for those who don't use cash and are going to still use cards, which includes me, there are other things we can use, 
like technology to set up spending alerts or transaction alerts that tells you every time you make a payment, you get a little pop-up that said, hey, you just spent $8.96 on those two donuts or whatever it is. That is going to serve as a little bit of pain that can hopefully serve that that function of being a, a regulator of our consumption. Right, but people don't, maybe people don't want to know. Isn't that the problem? Like you mentioned checks. Remember when you had to balance your checkbook so you always knew exactly because it was so hard to go to the bank and they were only open Monday to Friday, nine to five, that kind of thing. And so we had to be more hyper aware. Now we just assume the information's always there. We don't actually check it. Yeah, and so we're very disconnected uh, from our spending because of this this technological advances that makes things more convenient. And, you know, by extension, if you think about people with smartwatches and they connect that to their smartphones, which are connected to their credit card accounts, when you contort your wrist to touch that payment terminal, you might be contorting your wrist in a way such that you even block the screen so you don't even see what that amount is. And a lot of people, there's, you know, payment anxiety. You get to a terminal and you just want that transaction to be over as fast as you can. And so you are even less connected to that spending total that you're, that you're wow. you know, things that you're buying. So let's say we have that. Let's say we have that people recognize that spending anxiety that they feel. What does that tell us? What do we need to do to avoid that? Well, I think, you know, this is really a case of if you, you know, are budgeting, this probably isn't a big deal for you because at the end of every month you're sitting down and reconciling things. But for the people who may not be taking their cash flow more seriously, this might be a bit of a wake-up call. And maybe you just need some simple things that you can implement in your daily behavior to help bring you a little bit more in control. So, of course, the best thing would be to sit down and plan out your, your finances, but we know not everyone does that. But knowing that, hey, I know that if I make the way I pay for things more inconvenient, it's going to help me be more in touch with my spending. It's one small step. So just by, you know, if people were to switch to using cash, which isn't always feasible, it's not going to fix anyone's everyone's problems. But it is one small step to understand the psychology behind paying for things that might help us become more in touch. And maybe it's that first step on a long journey. And I know a lot of people like with your bank account, online banking, they will, as you mentioned, they'll give you the notifications, right? They'll let you know. All, you can set it up to tell you all sorts of stuff. But I guess we just have to do a little investigating on that. Yeah, and it's relatively easy. You know, I just set up a new credit card with a new bank and I have it attached to my smartphone. I, you know, use my mobile phone to make most of my payments these days when I'm out and about. And I get two notifications because I kind of, screwed up. I set up two payment notifications, one with the credit card and one with my phone. So every time I make a transaction now, I get two alerts that are spaced about a minute apart. And it's annoying, but it makes me a little bit more in touch with how much I'm spending. Because if I didn't have those alerts, I probably could not tell you at all what I was spending on any individual transaction. It is so insidious, isn't it? Like you go tap a couple times a day and you probably spent like almost $100. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing to add, you know, when it comes to, you know, you can link a debit card or a credit card or pay with contactless with either. Credit cards actually do lead people to spend a lot more money because, you know, as we talked about the pain of the payment, with a credit card, the pain, if you think about it, doesn't happen until 30 days later. Right. And not only that, it, that, those, that transaction is lost in a sea of, you know, 50 other transactions that you might have made during the month. So its identity is lost as well. So connecting that pain with the pleasure of whatever it is you're buying, you know, 20, 30 days before is even more disconnected. 
So if you use a credit card, that definitely is going to lead a lot of people to spend a lot more because the pain is very small with credit cards because it's something we'll deal with later. The problem is later comes and we find out that we've spent a lot of money. Yeah. Make it hurt. That's good advice. Dr. Banerjee, thanks for your time. <laughs> You're very welcome. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.